Okay, everybody, this is Frankenstein, podcast number one. Yo. And I'm going to summarize chapters one through 14. No so, Victor, we're introduced with uh, actually Robert Walton. He's writing some letters. And, uh, you know, he finds this guy on the ice, and uh, he's almost dying, and he admires him so much. And uh, He's an interesting guy. Of course. And he figures out that he has a story behind him. And the story goes like this Victor is, uh, you know, he has some parents. Uh, there's some death. Okay. There's some. 30 seconds. Okay, so then I'll go. So at the beginning, um, we're introduced to um, Victor, and he has a dad and mom. And then um, then he has a no sister way. named um, Elizabeth. <laughs> and then um, Victor, he's very like fascinated about like nature and stuff. And then um, later throughout. He plant and then he goes to the university and then um, he creates a uh, creature. That's it. Done. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry okay, to cut you off. Right. Right. You're fine. Oh, okay. They're just like, okay. Oh, okay. Thanks, Aiden. Okay, so. Don't refer to me ever by <laughs> Okay, so Victor is found on the ice by Robert Walton while he's traveling nature's glory. And Victor tells his life story about his mom and how she died and lives and everything and he studies um, science at university and he's so like fascinated with that and life that and he creates time. the creature all right hey, do i just start now yeah just talk loud okay basically start off when do i start i'm gonna start now okay all right robert walton finds this dude chilling in the arctic or whatever wherever they were and um, basically, this dude, he's this cute dude named Victor. He made this uh, this creature, and then the creature kind of went nuts, and it killed a couple people. Yeah, yeah. And but the creature was actually like, it actually had emotions and needed love, and hidden some people's basement for a little while. Not creepy at all. It learned how to become a human. It's like parasite. Like it's oh, all become human, basically. Okay, two twenty. Let's go, Aiden. You had the best. Okay, to start off the first question, um, Victor is a very interesting character and as the book goes on he starts to realize that his actions will follow him and like he has a responsibility for that and the author Mary Shelley kind of uses the creature like following him as like kind of like a symbol to show like how his actions like follow like he does start to take responsibility for his actions yep. like like by like chapter like by the end of like chapter 14 and like 13 like when he sits down with the creature but at the beginning he's very like scared and only really thinking about himself rather than like the people that has been affected by the creature and the creature itself yeah. I like that uh, overview, and if I had to like track his progress, I guess as a character, I would say that in the like beginning parts of you know chapters one through maybe I think six or five, um, he kind of just wanted glory. He wanted to be this uh, image that everyone looked up to because he did something so great uh, in the field of natural philosophy, uh, and later he did chemistry, and um, I feel like what this character is supposed to like uh, I mean Victor I feel like Victor is supposed to like show uh, the reader that if you're gonna go out for glory there's always a price for it like yeah like a consequence, a, yeah, a consequence. Cons yeah. when will you learn 
their actions to your consequences. I agree, and I think that um, we could see this when um, Victor he creates the creature, and then um, he he like thinks that the creature was the one who killed William, and he doesn't say anything, and he just like he does feel guilty, but at the same time like not guilty enough to like confess or what to he take has responsibility. Said. Yeah, to take responsibility. Yeah, he's, exactly. he's more worried. Oh yeah, you do. Uh, this is kind of like on the same line of like Victor kind of just making dumb decisions. <laughs> he, so basically he made this creature and like this is something, his responsibility, definitely. Like he just, he just had a kid and his first thing is like, oh yeah, I'm going to go take a nap now and then I'm going to leave. Yeah. Like he, he's presented with situations, but just... The second there's any consequences, he yeah. seems he, to like, just bail. He's not bail. willing to, like, yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> he's, like, not willing to process, like, what he did. He's like, no, this isn't happening. Like, he goes and runs away to, like, like the Arctic. And, like, that's where he exactly. meets Robert William. And, like, he takes a Robert. nap. Yeah, Robert, Robert Walter. Whatever, yeah, Walter. Yeah. Oopsie. I think he doesn't like taking like responsibility for his actions. Yeah. And then I think he's like afraid of like being like a father figure because he's still really young. He's like, how old is he? Like seventeen? Yeah, seventeen when he went to like the university exactly. and started this natural philosophy quest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, I feel like this, you know how romanticism can, like, consists of these aspects of like strong emotions and like looking in and identifying yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, we're presented with this hero, this misunderstood heroic uh, character, Victor. And I feel like his willpower, since it's very strong, obviously, he can like study so much, he can um, do so much, right? Yeah, he's smart and he's supposed to be like, su like successful, yeah. like in his like the time period yeah. that he's in. Yeah. He's got stuff going for him. Yeah. yeah. But like he like uses his like um his knowledge and like his capabilities of like being so smart to like like take it he like into take, like a negative yeah. way. Yeah. And like, like that's why he gets like all yeah. like depressed. Because he doesn't know how to well, deal with it. Well he uses it like selfishly. Like he's yeah. like he wanted to make the creature just to see if he could do it. Just to see if he could. Which also relates to the poem that we just read. Yeah. He didn't yeah, also, like, you know, just to see if he could do it. Yeah. Again, ties back into not thinking about consequences because, yeah. like, he, he brought life into the world and he was like, yeah, just a fun little experiment, you know? Just, yeah, back to yeah. willpower, though. I feel like it kind of, like, you know, rom romanticism is a big aspect of this uh, uh, writing. And I feel like this willpower kind of just turned corrupt uh, because it was, like, willpower. It was powered by glory, right? But this glory kind of transformed into this, you know, this like deceitful presence of like, of accomplishment. And I guess like, like the greed for more kind of inspired, not inspired, but like drove um, this Victor uh, Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein, to basically defy so many morals and all this, yeah. all these things, right? And it was, it became like too late for him to fix it, so he just ran away. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I his and I feel like morals kind of go, not hand in hand, but like they correlate, they, like morals relate to responsibility because once you break morals, just like, um, you know, Robert Frank, I mean, Robert, uh, Victor Frankenstein, uh, you kind of lose responsibility of, over your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I think. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree as well. I agree as well. Cool.
Okay. Uh, the next prompt is nature's role in the section of reading. Discuss the poem and how the narrator of the poem compares and contrasts with Victor and the creature. So my input is that, um, for example, you know, the glorification of nature in stanza two, it kind of just like matches, um, you know, Victor's perspective upon nature. And it's like, yeah. you know, the sun above the mountain's head, a freshening, less mellow, uh, though all the grain, Though all the long green fields has spread, his first sweet evening yellow, you know, if that, it kind of just like puts nature on this really high level. And, uh, you know, I do see some conflicting points though. Like for example, stanza four, and hark how blithe the throstle sings. He too is no mean preacher, come forth into the light of things. Let nature be your teacher. I feel like uh, Frankenstein has like a, I guess like not, he has like a like a two-sided opinion on this because like yes he does like adore nature but he does value education and knowledge as yeah. he has like his university efforts and like the fact that he rose to uh, great ranks in his university having you know known like the ancient books that were kind of like put to the side because they're so not I guess you can say useless and the, the and the fact that he rose to such a great extent kind of like not glorifies but like emphasizes deduction rather than intuition which is kind of contrary to romanticism yeah um, yeah oh should I go yeah okay um yeah there are definitely some similarities uh, um throughout the poem that like go hand in hand with Frankenstein but also I feel like more in Frankenstein nature was used to like express how lonely like the characters felt like Robert Walter has used traveling like alone and um the creature like um I feel like it was definitely used for his loneliness um yeah that's what I have to say about that um also um he like making the creature was kind of um the way of like nature being like the teacher because obviously no sane professor would be like let's create a monster out of different corpses yeah kind of like um in the lines um nine through ten books it's Tis a dull and endless strife. Come here, the woodland linnet has sweet his music on my life. There's more of wisdom in it. I feel like that kind of related. So, I have a question. So, Pablo, you were saying that it's more like deduction rather than intuition. Because yes. I was confused on the poem, and that's what I thought at first. Yes. Um, and, like, how does it show more deduction? Well, I was referring to stanza four where it says, no, I was like actually comparing the text of Frankenstein and, you know, the, uh, I guess the motifs of this poem, because the motifs of this poem emphasizes um, intuition rather than deduction versus Frankenstein where, yes, you see intuition, but you also can see examples of deduction as revealed as the protagonist of Frankenstein, such yeah. as like, you know, the university. And yeah. like, he, from, even from a very young age, he was looking at deduction, reading through books, yeah. trying to find out. He was very serious. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, the little studious sense. boy. Yeah, he was letting the books teach him rather than having like himself and like nature and like the experiences in life. Teach yeah. Him. yeah.
But uh, I do have a question about stan like the second to last stanza. It says, "Sweet is the lore which nature brings, our meddling intellect misshapes the beauteous forms of things we murder to dissect." Um, how would like the creature kind of like? I guess like what what do you think his opinion would be upon this stanza? Because it says our like our meddling yeah. intellect, but mm -hmm. technically, I, he's just a corpse, but that was revived. Well, meddling intellect, I kind of see that as like meddling like. Victor Frankenstein kind of meddled with like the natural cycle of life by yeah. bringing yeah, what is like corrupt thinking of glory. Yeah, and also yeah. I think somewhere they were talking about like God isn't Franken, uh, you know, yeah, Frankenstein's the, the father. God is the creator. Yeah, so I feel like yeah, he kind of violates in that sweet nature. Yeah. He goes against it and disrupts it. Actually, now that you say that, it completely aligns with the creature because it says, misshapes the beauteous forms of things. Yeah. Like he's a deformed. Yeah, exactly. and also, like, literally, he does, like, impose on the family in the cottage by hiding in the cellar. Yeah. Um, and he kind of, like, Just learns, chilling. yeah, he kind of, like, learns, like, human society, yeah. like, through that. So it kind of, yeah, that how it kind of relates. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah. And I guess murder to dissect, um, that would go against, uh, you know, Victor's thinking because, <laughs> I mean, the creature is just, a, you know, a creature. A, I guess a creature a made out of, creature. you know, dead cadavers. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Um, how do they? Okay. Well, do you guys have any other inputs that we can look at? I mean, we can, like, acknowledge the criticism that the narrator puts in this uh, poem. I, yeah, I feel like the narrator um, in the, well, like, the author of the poem is too hard, like, on, like, the science and the arts. And I get it, like, during, like, the period of, like, that romanticism was um, popular, like, people were, like, kind of, like, they didn't trust science. But I feel like in order to, like, explore an adventure, what nature has, you kind of need to know, like, the basic Like, science. through the science? Yeah, and, then learn and like, more about art, it. and, like, because, like, even though we may say that school doesn't teach us things that we need in life, it does. But it actually does, yeah. yeah. I see you guys' Because point. through, like, education, if you don't have education, um, how would you know, like, how to look for the beauties in nature? Yeah. I mean, I feel like... If you don't know to look for it, aren't you just part of it? I feel like what Victor would say upon this poem, especially in second to last stanza, uh, we murder to dissect. I think he would say like that actually glorifies nature even more because you're like going into the depth of how nature works, like yeah. our body, right? True. Or like, you know, any other animal. Yeah. Okay, okay part C. How does Frankenstein respond to the knowledge that his brother is dead and it was likely the fault of the creature? How do the other members of his family respond to William's death. How does Frankenstein explore the range of, ex of responses people will have to death? Um, yeah, he definitely feels guilty. That's why he goes on all like those nature walks and yeah. hikes through the Alps. But he is honestly more worried about himself. Like, in the writing, like the, like, the author, like, writes, like, that he's grieving, but it doesn't really, like, pour into, like, his like deep emotions and like he's more worried about himself looking crazy and kind of like that's kind of like a fear that goes through yeah like the book a lot mm -hmm. uh, with the just thing yeah too. yeah yeah and like um i feel like he uses 
um, a lot of distractions to like kind of cope with how his actions of creating like the creature and what happened to Justine, like nature and like that's how he finds himself in, yeah. in the Alps. The first time he's really faced with like yeah. real consequences. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, just, I have nothing else to say. Oh, well, oh. let me add on to that. I feel like there's like very, uh, a lot of perceptions of death and reactions to it. For example, I think the most traditional response, the most human response is uh, the dad's, right? I forgot his name, but she refers to him as Victor's dad. Um, his response was just like a normal grief. It was like, he tried to power through it, but obviously he did tear up sometimes. He felt it deep in his heart, right? But then we focus on Victor, and we see this man of willpower and, um, you know, seeking for glory. He's compassionate also, but he's concerned about his self-image rather than yeah. saving what is causing him so much agony. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of um, what causes, like, I guess, like, his downfall into creating yeah, the creature. Yeah, I do agree with that. And, like... He just wanted to like show like everybody like I'm so great I'm like God or whatever yeah. through creating the creature but like in a way like him creating life like took away, away his life, life. Yeah. like took away his life and his like family's life I guess because Victor kind of like leaves his family. Well, now that you mentioned that, yeah, I feel yeah. like glory is like his like his willpower was his. Like, it was his strength, but it ended up becoming his weakness. Yeah, mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. And for Elizabeth, um, she was very consumed by the guilt that she had uh, because she gave, like, a necklace or something, like, of, like, high value oh, yeah. to um, William when he went out that one day. And she felt immense uh, guilty. Uh, immense guilt. She herself. <laughs> and she blamed herself for it, yeah. And yeah. I feel like... That's kind of like, not like a consequence of compassion, but like, it's like, how do I put it? Like, to feel so strong about someone and for them to like disappear and you can't do anything about it, it would make sense for her to feel that much guilt. Yeah, and it's, I'm kind of surprised that Victor doesn't like at first feel so much like pain because like first his little brother dies and then like his like just best friend like lover lives whatever she is well they've been but, gone for six years too yeah. i mean that could feed into it yeah and i feel like because Liz feels guilty it kind of takes the guilt away from like how he feels he's like oh if like she thinks it's her fault like maybe it's not maybe it's all not on all on my like my he kind of like justifies like his actions in like a bad way. Oh, we also forgot to, I guess, venture into the other pathways that people took when they were kind of looking at this guilt. I mean, looking at this death. Um, for example, the judges and like the other family members, they were kind of like blaming Justine for all of it. Yeah. And um, I guess like if you're hard, like not hard hearted, but like um, it kind of just depends on your like traits, like. Yeah. Compassion leads to guilt. Willpower leads to, like, like concern. Like you're, it leads to concern about your self-image. Um, and I guess um, 
Yeah, like the emotions also have consequences, consequences like with the actions. Like, is yeah. that what you're trying to say? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I guess for like the judges and like the other brother uh, who were blaming Justine, I guess you could say like their, their trait was like, um, let me think, like their desire for justification of this death kind of led to injustice. Yeah. They more so just wanted to, like, get, like, the, I guess, grieving process or, like, tragedy, like, behind them and, like, find the blame. And um, the creature kind of lurking in the background is kind of, like, I guess, like, a symbol for me, I guess. Like, because whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, it's, like, Victor's, like, actions coming back to, like, bite him in the butt. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no matter, like... Um, where he goes, the monster will follow. The monster the will follow him and yeah. affect his life until, like, until he takes responsibility. Yeah. Until he raises that monster. Yes. Until like he, a good dad. Yeah. He's and maybe chase pays child support. Uh, yeah. To who? T. To himself. He's the only parent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's how you evade tax evade. Or just like. You know. <laughs> okay. Um, so, anyways, um, I mean, any more. Inputs or Lily, questions. Do you have anything to say? I feel like we haven't discovered something that we should. I think that um, Victor's response to finding out that it was like most likely the creature that killed um, William, like really had a, a strong impact on him, like in a negative way, because he was now like, I guess like he was had guilt, but not like. He was like depressed and sad because obviously one of like his his like younger brother died, and um, but he didn't say anything. He let um, Justine take the fall for him, and that's why he he should show more responsibility for his actions. Yeah. I just I just realized we haven't really explored how the creature felt about exactly. killing. Oh, you're right. I um, feel like he's just trying to like vent. He's just the emotions he has. Maybe he's trying he to figure out attention. Maybe he wants attention from Victor. Victor, Victor is his dad. Is his dad yeah. and God. That's how he yeah. finds like attention. Like, yeah, because he's attention. so like alone and like throughout like the book, and he doesn't really understand like what he like who he is he was thrust into a world of loneliness yeah Yeah. and he's like ugly and maybe because so nobody wants to be like not necessarily violence but with like hatred Mm -hmm. maybe that's the only thing he knows how to express because that's what he was only like shown to or like i don't know how to say it yeah also if a giant baby had the strength of an adult like that baby would be killing stuff. Like, I'm yeah. gonna be real with you. Like, he just wasn't smart enough. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. Like, he was a really smart baby, too. It's really unfortunate that the agony uh, was, I guess, tied or shared between Victor and his creation, I yeah. guess. Yeah. While the creature was oh. shunned, he still. Yeah, okay. Hello. Okay, so, um, how does this portion of the reading develop the creature as a character? What does it suggest about what it means to be human? Well, I see, like, throughout the book, you never really, up until this point, see the creature as, like, a character in itself, but, like, yeah. more of a symbol. But yeah, once more you, like yeah, but once you kind of yeah. get here, and the creature's, like, talking, like, really eloquently, and, like, there's a lot of humanity put into them. Yeah. And that also goes on to the second question of 
what does it suggest about what it means to be human? Um, and yeah. I think it kind of goes into humanity being a social thing because the creature yeah. picked up the humanity just by being around other people, even yeah. though he was shunned from them. Yeah, and he, he just wanted yeah. to be like them. He just wanted yeah. to be like accepted, and I feel like that's basically our whole love. society. Yeah, everybody wants love, and everybody wants to be accepted, and that's what I feel like the creature learned and like learned how to like grasp that he wanted that by um, being like just in the cellar alone um, and then to add on I think that like the, how like the creature was created it, he was like created in the laboratory and like with like Negative no love he was like, yeah, created no love. with love so obviously he doesn't know how to express love and that's he tries to find it that's why he goes and ventures off and um, in the process of that he like kills um, William and I think he kills William because he's trying to like get attention um, towards like Victor because that's like his father and he's like trying to gain like um, a personality I guess because he doesn't know like he, he wasn't created with emo he was created with emotion but just like hatred. I did want to add on to your point of how he wasn't made with love so he can't really yeah. express it. Yeah. I feel like that kind of solves the question then. Um, it, it kind of proves the point where like it's like what is what does it mean to be human? I guess it means nurturing and emotion because if you don't have the nurture part you can't really harness all the emotion that you have but and you can't really be like um, I guess like a part of society because like for me like if I don't like to be around people who aren't accepting, like negative yeah are negative and like not accepting of like different opinions yeah and I feel like um, and no, like, I know what you mean. What yeah, you perceive is what yeah. you reflect. And then in yeah. the book, um, like when um, the creature goes and like ventures off, he comes across like the a farm. Yeah, the farm. What is yeah. It? And that's where like he he sees like the interaction and like the love between um, what are Felix and and Agatha. And Agatha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's where he like he sees oh there's love and I could have that too. And then like when. Um, Sadie, or I don't know if it was Sophie. Sophie, yeah, when she comes, um, he sees that, that, like, she's been accepted, and he's like, oh, he has, like, hope, like, oh, I could be like that one yeah. day. Like, he sees yeah. how they're, like, similar, and Different they're both, mm -hmm. the yeah. It's very, uh, there's so many parallels, kind of like, okay, so, back to the nurturing part. Mm -hmm. Even though it wasn't directly, it was indirectly. He saw the nurturing of, yeah. you know, Felix, Agatha, and the blind man. Mm -hmm. And, uh, furthermore, uh, Safi. And I guess when uh, we can see a direct example of nurturing when Safi comes in and they welcome, like they like they give her a, a warm welcome, and uh, I guess you could say that like um, that she was not a Franken, she wasn't a creature like Frankenstein, but, but she like, was an outsider. She was an yeah. outsider, yeah. And I mean, I had a thought, but I just lost it. Yeah, definitely. Um and like being an outsider is kind of like like a topic a topic that um is shown like in the later chapters like 10 through 14 when the creature is kind of trying to like find himself and exploring like nature and stuff like that and it leads to like the development of um him becoming more of a human yeah okay uh back to the thought i lost um 
You know when Felix was so depressed, and even when like the blind man asked him, like he was like he put on like a fake mask of happiness. But when Safi enters the the um, the home, right? He he, you know, Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein's monster. He sees the the joy and relief that he has in his eyes. So I feel like that 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 kind of proves like nurturing. Encourages emotion. Yeah. Okay. That's the end of our podcast. Thank oh, wait, you. Wait, actually, wait. we did not solve this puzzle, please. We didn't? No, no, no. How does this portion of the reading develop the creature as a character? As a character? Well, it's more like, yeah. He becomes more of like less of a thing and more of like an actual character with less emotions. Of, and like he human. gains a sense of personality? Yes. He becomes human. Yes. Well, he kind of parallels with his um, creator. Like, he he gives his downfall to agony and loneliness. Because, you know, just like Victor, he kind of isolated himself and created the monster. And that le- led to agony and loneliness, which the creature also felt. Okay. The end. Bye. <laughs>